0: The Fire Zone Show, the Fire Zone Show coming at you after week eight in the National Football League. Ravens going back to Thursday night, man. We're going back in the time machine a little bit. We're recording this Tuesday night. It's, it feels like it's been two weeks since they played. It really was just this past Thursday night uh, where they took care of business against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we'll get into that as we always do for sure. Uh, but we got some exciting news uh to talk about and it happens to be uh defense related <laughs> about the defense so uh before we jump into the Rokon Smith trade
1: uh touch base with Denard man how you doing I'm doing great I I am I'm, I'm excited I'm, I am I I I don't know I just I feel I feel good about life. I feel good about where
0: everything's trending. Okay, I like that. Good things. I like things looking up. Things, yeah. are, looking up. things are looking up on the Ravens defense, uh, particularly in like the linebacker position. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you haven't heard, obviously, you know, the news is out there. It was made official today. It was reported maybe a day or two uh, ago. but. Ravens made the official announcement today. They trade for Roquan Smith, linebacker from the Chicago Bears. The Nuts and Bolts get that out of the way. It was a second and a fifth round 2023 pick. And I want to say the Bears are picking up, let's see, what did he have left? Uh yeah. 48 million. Yeah. They're picking up 4.83. Basically, we're paying 575000 dollars for the rest of the season. Uh, in those two picks that I mentioned. But you also are getting. One of the top young linebackers in the league, still in his prime. Very young guy. Um, want to say when Robin be drafted, 2018? 2018. 2018, Yep. Yeah. yeah. So still a very young guy. Uh, I think he's leading the league in tackles currently. Yes. Now. Yes. Um, so you know, these guys don't typically hit the market, number one. And I guess he didn't. It was a trade. He didn't really hit the market. Um But, you know, he had his hold-in situation going back to this offseason where he was looking for a new deal in Chicago. And then that kind of turned ugly with some of the stuff he was sharing about how he felt disrespected and all of that. So you mentioned even back then that, hey, I wouldn't mind, you know, trading for Roquan Smith. He don't want to be there. Would be a great fit here. Lo and behold, a few months later, here he is. What do you think about the move?
1: Um first I, I want a, a moment of silence for uh Mr. AJ Klein. Mm. Um he uh tragically moved on to another team after th- you know a few weeks. I'm traveling we, man. traveling man, we're we we you're gone but not forgotten, particularly <laughs> with your 15 yard penalty against the Giants that set them up in um prime real estate to basically turn that game. But mm. Mm. Hold We're gonna. You 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 served your purpose. You have brought us um, kicking him wh- on the way out the door. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> is so wrong. Kicking him
0: on the way out the door.
1: His <laughs> well, third, third door. <laughs> yeah, third door. Um, I. You know, I don't. I don't want to speak ill, but you know, facts are facts, and we we have to keep this train moving. And he he served his purpose, and we appreciate his service.
0: Hmm.
1: And we'll, uh, we'll welcome in Mr. Uh, Raekwon Smith, um, two-time All-Pro, someone who is a young, spry, 26 years old, who is um, probably top two or three inside linebacker in the league at this point. Put him up there with the guy from San Francisco. And probably throw in one other random dude, probably with Milano up in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Probably those three guys throw in Shaq Thompson down in in Carolina. So you're getting a guy who's obviously a three-down linebacker, Mm -hmm. someone who's going to come in. Um, He's above average run defender. He does have his moments which every linebacker has, if you're looking to make plays, but if you're consistently making the right plays all the time, more times than not, those plays don't really, they won't hurt you in the long run, which is why he's become who he is now, which is a leading tackler, a playmaker, someone who can dominate the middle of the field by himself. What does that allow to happen when a gentleman can come in and dominate the middle of the field? Now your safeties become very much involved, not only in in the run game, but now they can come involved in the pass game and in the blitz game without you sacrificing coverage. We've all watched the last eight weeks as the coverage in the middle field is starting to level out, A, because they're not dropping the safeties down as much as they've had to in the past to cover up things because – they're staying too high. They've, they've recognized that this is protection right now. And it's it's what has allowed this team to kind of get comfortable in their skin as a new type of defense. Well, this is not going to last very long because teams are going to catch up. And you started to kind of see it in the Tampa game, which is once teams start to realize you're kind of not coming after them or you're, you're lacking a little bit in coverage, they're going to start to kind of three-step you to death, blah, 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 blah. Well, this gentleman comes in and now allows the defensive coordinator to be flexible. You can stay in coverage, and now teams can't pick you apart because he understands his coverages. He understands leverage. He understands where that ball is going. He understands reading the quarterback from his whole drop and not taking your eyes off the things. It's just those little things that he can do that allows this defense to probably – Go from I think the, what middle of the road and pass defense at this point by the end of the year. I, if they're not top ten with this move, I'd be I'd be a little upset. That's how much I think he changes this entire dynamic.
0: Yeah, and that with something else. that just I just thought about it as I was listening to you. If you combine it with another thing you've been talking about for weeks now, and he was just activated today. Tyus Bowser coming back, you think about the kind of coverage players they have at the second level, you're talking about linebacker, outside linebacker level, right? So you can now allow Patrick Queen to do what he does best, which is go forward, not backwards, zap mm-hmm. <laughs> have have him going forward towards the, towards the quarterback, towards the backfield. That's what he excels at, right? You can now, you know, take some of that burden off of Owe. you know, how many snaps he had been playing mm-hmm. and how much they had been asking him to drop into coverage. And you just bring in these two really, really good high-level coverage players at the linebacker, you know, at the inside and, and outside linebacker position. And then everything you just mentioned about what you can do with the safeties now, you don't have to drop that guy down and keep those guys back. And then the things that you can do with the guys up front as well. Yes. I mean, it just it just seems like the perfect storm in a lot of ways of, you know players who excel at that coverage aspect fitting where you may have some gaps right now. Yeah. And you, you may, yeah. You need some people to plug in in those areas. And like you said, it's kind of been up and down because they've been trying to kind of find it and kind of patchwork it. Okay. Well, who who can he be? You know, Queen, you know, he's gotten better. I think both of us would say he's, he's been a little bit more consistent in his consistent. Roster. Yes. Yeah. in the coverage and stuff like that. We know how, how experienced Bonds is, but, you know, he started to deal with injuries. Uh, and so now you, you've got different guys coming through there. You know, you got Malik Harrison coming through there. you got Welch coming through there. You're giving Kyle Hamilton some shots down in there. You know, these different guys. But now you got guys who you can just say, hey, these are the dudes. These will be the ones who are going to be in those areas and cover those spots for us and we don't have to worry about, it. you know?
1: As, as a former linebacker coach, well, it's a former linebacker and a former coach, you have no idea how how much security a, a, my linebacker coach knew that these three guys were going to line up every week. I knew where they're going to be, how they're going to be in coverage, what their strengths and what weaknesses are. I knew these guys – Every day we're going to show up. If you know, if you watch what the Ravens have done, you're always interchanging someone. You're always picking someone out. You're always moving. You can never get comfortable with the guy next to you. And coverage, that's why the secondary has gotten a lot better since Peters has been healthier. Humphrey has been healthy. No one's missed time since, really, since, Solar went down. Mm -hmm. Stevens has been in and out, but he's becoming a little more consistent. They've played with each other for the last, what was that, four weeks since Marcus Williams went down? Yep. So four weeks with the same secondary. Makes everything different. You don't have to say as much. Guy coming for a post, all you got to do is point now instead of screaming and say, Hey, post, post, post. <laughs> yes. You just got to say it once. And year. the guy already's in tune. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <You wanna do laughs>
0: no, all I don't want to do
1: that. Like, no, we don't. <laughs> we look at each other, and the guy who knows what they're doing says four way, and everybody just shuts up and plays it. There's no discussions. So now when you have a Raekwon Smith, And people are going to be like, well, why aren't you going to put Bowser outside? Well, he'll be outside. He'll rush the passer when he needs to. But in critical pass situations, I believe their best pass coverage now will be Raekwon Smith and Tyus Bowser as your inside linebackers on third down. Now, this protects you. Even first down passing situations, teams are not going to be able to line up and run against you now in 11 personnel. And you're going to see that a lot. And now if teams start to go, you know, when you play the Titans, well, now you just bring in Mr. Harrison and you just become a 4-3 team. You tell Mr. Harrison, wherever that tight end is, go fill that C-gap because you're going to meet Travis Henry, I mean, uh, Mr. Henry, King Henry. And that gives you that positional flexibility now. Now you can use Queen in his desired love and affection role, which is never being touched and running sideline to sideline. Now you have Raquan Smith in the middle of the field who is now your leader, your physical presence, who has that physicality in the run game. He may not be, like, an uh, overwhelming physical specimen, but he's going to be in his gap. He's going to be controlling his lineman, and, you know, 8 out of 10, he's most likely going to miss that lineman because he's just that good in, at his position. So now you have positional flexibility. Now, now you can sit back and cover and say, hey, JPP, o go ahead and run games because now I have Raquan Smith to one side who can carry the running back to his side if everything goes that way. And guess what? I have Tyus Bowser now sitting in the middle linebacker. He can handle the right side of the field with anybody, say, I don't know, Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb. Um, whenever running back is in the backfield for Kansas City. I mean, Buffalo just picked up Hines. So they're preparing for what they're going to see in the playoffs and being as best suited to match that up with any personnel group they got on the squad right now.
0: Yeah, I I love the move. You know, I know there's a lot of narrative out there. (laughs) It never goes away about wide receiver. Everybody wants that wide receiver, you know. Uh, and I get it. I get it. When when I talk about it, I don't want to be dismissive about it because I don't think anybody who's a fan of this team would ever say, don't try to add another good player for Lamar on offense. You know, nobody's going to say that. Nobody's going to say, hey, if you, if you can go out and get a high-level wide receiver, if you can make that happen, because that's the key in all of this, the if you can make it happen, if you can make it happen, nobody's going to say, no, no, wow, we shouldn't do that. I think that's what gets lost in that back and forth about all this wide receiver talk is both sides are talking over each other. Nobody's really paying attention. Nobody's saying, don't get one. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's <laughs> saying that's, that. Yeah, but yeah, that's, what, that's what's perceived. Oh, you're saying they don't need one. No,
1: no. nobody's saying that. Nobody's if not can saying can, that.
0: If you can get one, get one. But the if... But-
1: is the Who's out there? Who, who who, as a wide receiver out there who is, let's not go on la-la land. Who out there right now who is available that we know about is going to come on this football right team right now and be demand 10 to 15 targets that you're now taking away from Mark Andrews? I got
0: nobody for me. <laughs> I can't. I well, can't who's gonna season
1: demand season. that? Are you gonna turn that? You gonna turn your offense over midseason to a, a guy you brought on the street and say, you know what? His name is the star that we got. We'll we'll, we'll call it. We'll, we'll say Mr. Brown in, in in Philadelphia is available, just for giggles. Yeah, you
0: can even say Odell. You know people
1: still throw over- You can say Odell. Are you going to trust Odell with 10 to 15 targets, again, to consistently move your offense?
0: I mean, to me, I just try to be realistic about what I'm seeing and yeah. what I've seen over the last four, like what, we're going, what, 18, 19, 21 20, yeah, going into five seasons.
1: Well, we can – I mean, I can you can trust. Yeah, trust what I've been seeing. You can you can look at the Raven history and and people knock it and say, "Well, we didn't try for receivers," but you we have because we have picked receivers that fits the offense that we have. Now, if you got a problem with the offense, <laughs> that's a different conversation,
0: and they do. That's another right. part
1: of it. Another part of have it. A problem with the two separate problems that require two separate solutions. Yeah. Now they have tried for wide receivers in the first round. We've got Mark Clayton, who everyone thought was a stud coming out of Oklahoma. He went up to New England and died on fourth and three. We haven't seen him since. You have Perryman, you've got – just
0: just saw him Thursday night. Right. They've brought in Steve (laughs)
1: Smith. People don't understand. Steve Smith was still – I mean, he was heading, but he was at his prime when he got here. He can still play. He can can fall out. He can definitely still play. Let's talk about Bolden. Bolden was 31 years old, 30, going to be 31. You really think they're going to pay a receiver – Six to seven million dollars, and you got to pay Joe Flacco. It was going to be either or. We all knew that. They weren't going to blow up the defense yet, because you still had Nada, you still had Suggs. They weren't going to do that yet. So accept that. Move on. Yeah,
0: and all and, I can do is, is live in the
1: present. I can't right. Go back to the summer. and Tor Smith was gone.
0: Yeah, I can't go back.
1: To you the can't summer. replicate. What that was, which is Torrey Smith over the top, and he was doing a dick. Wait, Like, there's another one, Torrey Smith. They just – they they didn't – they couldn't afford him.
0: Well, I mean, just, just since Lamar has been the quarterback, got Hollywood – now, look, I'm going to list the names. Think whatever you want to think yeah. of the players. Think whatever you want to think of right. the players and however it, it ended up playing out. But you can't objectively say they didn't try, right? <laughs> So Hollywood, Miles Boykin, uh Duvernay, Prochet, uh, Bateman, Tylen Wallace. I mean, I'm just throwing out names of guys that
1: they And draft. I have I have sat <laughs> I have sat on Twitter and listened how every person has talked about each one of those guys. They're gonna be the next thing since sliced bread.
0: Well, look, we can't have it both ways. We right. can't say, hey. Is gonna be this is gonna be, be the dude, but then they haven't invested in wide receiver. <laughs> if you,
1: <laughs> you, right. if you are a good player, you are gonna be a good player in a good system. Now, the question is can you make yourself a great player if you are a good player? That's on you as the player to take the foundation that the coach gives you as you being a good football player and being a good system fit. And elevating that you yourself. People who believe in, yeah, play calling. Play calling is part of it. And there are some coaches that can scheme some things up, like Shanahan and the Philly dude when he went on his run. But there, that doesn't last. Doesn't last in this league. Talent lasts. Hard work lasts. If you're not willing to do that, <laughs> here we are.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, we, we had a, we had a front row seat to it for years
1: when AB was in Pittsburgh, right? That who Luke, knew AB was going to be great? He was a good football like, player who was drafted in what round? Like third, fourth, what six? It was
0: it was later than that. But six. You can listen. You can listen to those guys who were playing back then in the prime. You know whether it was Ben. Uh, whether it was A.B., was some of those guys on that team, and they would say, hey, man, half of that stuff wasn't what was called. <laughs> that right. was just A.B.
1: just making a play, just doing A.B. Yeah, it was a curl route, but A.B., red defense, decided instead of being a good player and only doing what I'm supposed to, which nine times out of ten makes you an average player, which makes you out of this league in less than four years because you listen and not Advanced, but that's just a different conversation. But AB, being a great player, makes plays. And my, I remember my college coach telling me when the starter went down my freshman, my fresh, uh, redshirt freshman year, we're playing Villanova. It's, um, it's homecoming, homecoming day. I'm not expecting to play. I'm a redshirt freshman. I, I got a little run in the first couple games of the season. You know, we played Lock Haven, you know, Norfolk State. So we we're blowing them out like, you know, 67 to 12 or whatever. But we're playing Villanova. This is homecoming. Like, I had half-paced the game plan that week. And he goes down third play of the game. I went out that night before. I didn't get drunk or anything, but I, you know, I. Wanted to experience homecoming. It was my first time. So I drove around with my friend. And my coach came up to me and said, here's your time. Great. He said, good players make good plays. But great players make great plays. Go to work. Okay. Let me go out here and make some plays. Yeah. <laughs> Run around here with my head dropped, chopped off. Yeah, you, I held you see, up pretty well.
0: And we we see exactly what that looks like every time they play at quarterback position. <laughs> it's not like we have to wonder, what what does that look like? What do you, what do you mean by that? You see it with him. Is, is Lamar always playing within structure and within the design of the play? No. But he's playing football. And he says that about himself all the time. I play football. That's what I do. Team. I play football.
1: <laughs> Tyler Hunley. Here's, here's <laughs> the difference. Last year, is what a good football player gives you. He gives you precision, gives you accuracy. He gives you 195 yards, no big splash plays, but it doesn't hurt you. Keeps you in football game.
0: Keeps you in the game.
1: Keeps you in the game. We complain in this town for 15 years or more about that style of play (laughs) we hated that and yet last year we talked about going back to that style of play because the offense was moving so you either a deal with that and you live in the rat race that was the Dallas Cowboys for 15 to 20 years you're destined to be mediocre I think Marlon Humphrey posted a tweet today about doing the same thing over and over again is basically the definition of insanity. Why would you ever want to go back and be average when you have great players who have opportunities to make great plays on a regular basis that are going to turn – those 17, the 13 losses last year in the 24-24 wins this year. Because he's willing to be great when asked to be great instead of staying in the system and being a good football player.
0: Hey, we ain't gotta say no more. We'll get to we'll get to the Bucks game now uh and go, go back over that. <laughs> give give me Lamar Jackson every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> every every single day of the week right hey look there's there's definitely a time and situations where you need people to kind of be within structure and, and execute it a certain way and there are other times where you just gotta play football and you just gotta find a way to make a play that wins again and we know he can do that so i'd rather have the guy who's got that ability and, yeah, the other stuff's kind of going to be up and down at times. Obviously, you're always working towards making it more consistent. Right. It's going to be up and down. But I know when it's time to make a play, when I need a play, I don't have to be like, oh, we ain't got that.
1: We, right. we, ain't, got, we ain't got nobody who can do that. Right. You, you saying <laughs> that made me think of Varsity <laughs> Blues. You have the star quarterback who's precise. He's hitting it. He's doing that. First thing of – first adversity has – life is over, career is over, oh my goodness, all my soul. Then you got the baller who came in, who just plays ball, sees the field and just plays ball. And guys love that. I mean, his last name was Moxon for a <laughs> <laughs> You, you want to talk about some writing? But they went through some trials during that season. He had to learn to not just be a great player, but be a leader. And sometimes you got to know the difference when you have to be a leader, you have to be a great player. And I think to kind of tie it together, I think Lamar is becoming that. I think we saw that in Tampa Bay, which who knows went down in that locker room. All I'm going to say is that game plan in the first half, and the game plan in the second half was like they literally had two game plans all week, <laughs> <laughs> and told, and literally like Roman was like, "I want this one," and everybody looked at him and was like, "Okay, here's your time to shine." Like if this is gonna work, here we go. Here we go. This is it. Okay. But you don't do that unless you got that dude who can pull you out in the second half. Yeah. You don't do that with a Tyler Huntley. You don't do that with a Russell Westbrook. I mean, Russell Wilson. You don't do that with a lot of cats in this league. Yeah. I mean, this,
0: this dude do saving people's jobs, man. Saving. Saving. <laughs> saving jobs. Saving Lamarcus. jobs a lot left, of pressure. right,
1: sideways.
0: There's a lot of pressure on your shoulders, man. When well, you out there not just playing and doing your job, you saving these other people's jobs.
1: Saving jobs, (laughs) trying to get 250 guarantees, and these dudes out here doing that in the first half. And then the defense having to literally stand on their head. I I don't think people understand how much that defense had to stand on their head in that first half to keep Tampa at bay, like it, that that third drive, if they don't force that punt, that that game is a wrap. That, that thing is about to get ugly. You about to see Miami all over again on Thursday night. It, it was heading in that direction. And they stood on their head for the rest of the half. Mm-hmm.
0: And let's talk about that. Let's, let's talk, then. Let's let's get into that because you mentioned it. And, yeah, this was there. This was Tampa Bay's that first drive. It was the first time they had scored a touchdown on an opening drive so far this mm-hmm. this year. So they came out, first two drives went touchdown, field goal, and then in the middle, it went punt, 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 <laughs> and then <had> five <laughs> there in the middle. And then they kind of, again, kind of started to pick it up a little bit at the end, got a couple field goals. Got that touchdown late, uh, went for two, didn't get that, tried for the onside side kick. Ravens recovered it, and that was a wrap. But let's start up front. We'll go through each of these groups. Uh, you know, we won't spend too much time. It's like we said, We this game was last Thursday, and we yeah. really got to look forward to the Saints uh, coming up Monday night. But um, let's start with that defensive line, man. Justin Houston, two more sacks. I'll just leave with him. Two more sacks. Uh, In this game, I want to say he's got four over the last couple of weeks, something like that.
1: Four and five or something like that, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you and I talked about offline just, you know, how they're using him situationally. Like, this is probably what you you had envisioned, what they had envisioned for him all along, uh, what his role would be. But you needed to be able to have the guys, the bodies, to be able to allow him to play that way. So, again... I always, I always use this caveat because everybody got their own thing. Regardless of what you think of the players, when you've got JPP, when you've got Devin Kennard, when you've got Adafi Owe, when you've got these other guys who can come in and eat snaps, then when you get into these situations, third down, in the fourth quarter, let Justin Houston do what Justin Houston does best. Let him go hunt the quarterback. <laughs> and then you got these interior guys. We talked about Brian. Another good game for broader of Washington. We Ooh. talked about him. Another good game for him. Budding
1: win. star, budding. But yeah, go ahead, stud. man. You
0: take you you take it. The defensive line. How do you feel about?
1: it? Well, we can keep talking about Washington. Budding, 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 <laughs> stud, <laughs> stud. And it's not like it's it's not this. It's been this. Yeah. There hasn't been a regression. He's not like having one in those games. You're like, oh well. He's going to fall. No, he's just – I'm becoming that dude. (laughs) Him and – I don't know if you brought this to my attention about what Mike McDonald said. I think you did, yeah, about having the confidence of a guy being in his gap. Yeah,
0: yeah. Don't lie to the man behind
1: you. Don't lie to the man behind you. Don't do it. Broderick Washington – And Justin Matabike, never lie. They don't, which is why this team seems to dominate when they're on the field. If you you kind of pick up on the tendency, when those two guys are up front, run game kind of goes silent because they're not trying to swim. They're not trying to make a, like, I got B-gap. I'm going to take this guard. Either A, I'm going to be in the B-gap, or me and this guard is going to be in the B-gap which allows your linebackers to make plays that Queen was making. Because now he knows I can trust this guy's going to be here. 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 I don't got to worry about anything else. I got a gap. Anything comes to the A gap, it's mine. I don't have to worry about if the running back takes two steps to the left, jumps it through a hoop, and the quarterback looks over and smiles, then I got to run to the flat hope the best, you know, (laughs) like like the masses.
0: When you mention that, it reminds me of that old uh, hard knocks. Greg Williams, you know, Greg Williams, defensive coordinator. He had been with Washington, the Browns, the Saints, for the whole Bounty Gate thing. But I think he was with the Browns that year on hard knocks. And he was talking about being in your gap, right? And he said, put your testicles in the c (laughs) 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 All this jumping around, and you here, and you want to peek, and you want to go over here. Nah, 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 no, 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 no. Get nah, in the sea gap, Get there. That's get why there.
1: Buffalo's so good. That's why Buffalo is so good defensively. They got a bunch of guys who understand, if I stay in my gap, I'm going to be great. The whole team's going to be great. I'm going to have my opportunity to make a play. I just have to be patient. I've got to wait my turn. Eventually, it's going to come to me. But if I start peeking at my dude's test over there, there goes the running back.
0: And we've seen it. We talk about it. Trust. Trust. Trusting your teammates, trusting the defense, trust. doing your job. We've seen it with the Ravens defense at times when they struggle. We got to see it on the flip side with the Bucs defense.
1: Oh my lord.
0: <laughs> you know, because guys not trusting each other. The guys Who's quitting? To...
1: Well their well, linebackers quit. And the third Sapp and in that third drive, third <laughs> quarter, they quit.
0: And Warren Sapp called Devin White something out. They called him out something something fierce.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Devin>. <laughs> he just looked the day late in a dollar show short in the second half. I, nothing against Devin White, but that, that, you can't, you get put on skates as a linebacker, you might as well just take a seat on the bench.
0: Yeah, the rook got him. Linda Bob, at well, got least well, gotta fall player.
1: down. Like, like, at some point, you gotta fall <laughs> before <laughs> it gets out of control. <laughs> at least get pancaked. Don't get road graded and then pancaked.
0: <laughs> it like, was like a little kid riding on a shopping cart.
1: <laughs> jump, jump. I can't, I can't, not let go. Yes, you can. <laughs> get off the just ride. Just let go. Get
0: off the ride. Get off the ride. He could not get, get off until when I put him on his back. Uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, let us go back to the Ravens defense. Oh, yeah. But just at that point about trust, man, that's, that's, that's what it all comes down to when you got guys who are buying in to the defense. And they trust the guys around them. Hey, if I do what I'm supposed to do and be where I'm supposed to be, we're gonna be a good defense. My plays will come. My, My plays, plays will come. come. Right, but if I start trying to make a play that's that not mine, on
1: hero plays,
0: trying to make a play that's not mine, trying to make the next guys play, it's gonna be problems. to problems. Problems. We've seen that. But um, let's go to the linebacker. We talked about Roquan Smith to be to to you know start this whole yeah. thing off now in the bugs game um we got to we got a little taste of uh of what life uh without josh Bynes, who didn't who didn't suit up for that game would be and you got to see some of the other guys kind of rotate in there next to next to pq you got to see harrison you got to see uh aj klein um <laughs> so you kicked on the way out the door <laughs> right but um, you know, what? How, how did you think the linebackers, you know, held up in this game? Because I think, like you said, that first drive, you know, Bucs were able to get some things going. They were able to run the ball a little bit. Uh,
1: you know, completed a couple of passes
0: off play action, and some of that was was stuff in the
1: middle of the field. Yeah, when you only play a team every once every four years, that's expected. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say they should have came out and they should have done. That. There's a familiarity that comes with playing a team, particularly a team you have not played in years. You don't know the scheme. You don't know how guys are going to operate. They're going to come out and do some things that you haven't even seen on tape. So I get that in the first drive. Um, I'll say this. You know, that first drive is a crap shoot on defense. Like you just get lucky sometimes on a three and out. Like, you, you just get flat out because either the offense is just that bad or somebody makes a great play. But, you know. That first drive is, is always tough as a defensive coordinator because you just don't know. You don't know what they're going to come out and do. They can come out and be a completely different offense. I mean, we saw the Ravens. They came out 11 personnel trying to whip the ball around. And then in the second half, we coming out in three tight ends and trying to jam it down my throat. Like, <laughs> as a defensive coordinator, that's a little disheartening. <laughs> when you think you can do one thing and they come back and do another thing, that's Take your soul in an in instant. So, you know, I understand the first drive. I understand the second drive. You know, after that, they settled in. There wasn't a lot going on in the middle field. Queen stepped up, made some big plays. Um, you didn't hear much from them, so yeah. You did hear much, So it's just like, okay, you guys obviously held your own. I mean, some misdrops here and there and some pass coverages. And, but you're also playing Tom Brady against Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Julio Jones. I mean, they are going to be some holes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and some of that stuff, the bigger play stuff was outside. The plays Yeah, out we're going
1: to talk about that.
0: Yeah, some of those plays were outside. The one, you know, a couple of ones that I'm thinking of that might have been inside. There's that one, the Godwin, the little, you know, crosser play action yeah. that, went, that went over Lee's head. It looked like you said, some of that's going to happen. You're reacting up to the run. They had hit a couple runs. Yeah. So you're reacting up to run. And, you know, this Tom Brady. That's what he's going to do. And then they, you know, we talked about this going into that game. They hit a couple of screens. But, you know, like you always say, you can't, you can't live in that world. Like, you go hit some screens, but eventually you got to play football. You got <laughs> to come then,
1: to me eventually.
0: Yeah, you might hit a couple screens here or there, but eventually we gonna knuckle up. And you know,
1: you a twenty yard play. line, you got you got come to me.
0: Twenty five yard yeah. line,
1: you gotta start not not playing any game. You can you can pull one trick pony out of your butt, like um, what was that? Cleveland did, or whoever they scored. Like, no, the Steelers against. Playful pull through the touchdown pass.
0: Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you,
1: you, you can, you can do that, that once to me, yeah. but after that, you don't got any more tricks in your sleeve. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, come I can't play football.
0: Yeah, you go run out of them tricks. You gonna run eventually. quickly. Tricks of <laughs>
1: <laughs> silly rabbit. <laughs>
0: yeah, you mentioned, you mentioned that that third drive where it was like, hey, if they they get another one going here, it could this thing could get out of hand. And it was really that third down play. It was Geno Stone coming down. Yeah. Chris Godwin and hitting me right when the ball came um, off, of, off of the pressure. I think it was Hamilton who, mm-hmm. who, was, it, who was coming in. And, you know, it was just one of those bang, bang plays. And then it was like that just started the momentum flowing the other way, right, for yep. the defense. It just, like, totally changed it. And it's like, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah,
1: it's time. Settle in now.
0: Yeah, it's time, Brady, and all of that. But guess what? Uh you know, he put his pants on just like us. So we gonna come out here and do what we do. And and that's what they did for like the next four drives. Um, But yeah, let's go, go to the secondary. We'll go to the secondary now. And like, you know, you were just about to touch on, you know, a couple of those long plays outside. And I was telling somebody the other day, I'm like, Hey, look, there's a reason Mike Evans has never had less than a thousand receiving yards in his entire career, because he's a dude. He's an absolute dude. So you expect going into a game that, okay, Mike Evans is going to make his plays. Um, But what Mike Evans, um, you know, didn't do was he didn't get in the end zone. (laughs) So, you know, yeah, you can can have have all the yards yards he wants. (laughs) Yeah, all the yards he wants. Yeah, we we we, you know, like I said, that's good. When you're dealing with great players, you you expect great players to make plays. That's that's why they're great. But overall, again, I think we look at you know the, the the cookie jar, keep the lid on the cookie jar approach that we've been seeing. You know, over the last several games and a uh, little stuff underneath here and there. Like I said, they
1: hit a couple long ones, but even those, it was like right there, a couple of them, you know? Yeah, it's just, it's, it's he, you know, 50 50 ball. He went up there. He's Mike Evans. He might going to win some of those. It's Mike Evans. <laughs> what do? You <laughs> there, what they do. They Humphrey may try to make plays. I get it. He gets paid too. Yeah, he gets paid. He gets paid. Now, there's a difference. And, and and those types of plays those contested big plays because that's just you know what he was a better man than me that day on that play he's just better man now when they have coverage busts and there's just people running wide open that's a different story yeah so you don't want to see the big plays but they were contested big plays i'm i you know you want the high side of that that's that's what it is it's they had, to, they had to be better than me on that play. They had to make a better play than me instead of just somebody running around and lose their man or we have a bust in the secondary or something like that. So overall play, I'm satisfied. They really need Marcus Williams back. I, I It's, it's going to be like getting a free agent when he gets back. And we have to be, have so to be as sport. a he was so hot to start this season, right? But we also have to understand as a fan base, when he comes back, there's going to be an adjustment period. Sure, sure. there's going to be an adjustment period for Raquan Smith. It'll probably be about a game. After that, the jitters will be out, and it'll just be him playing football again, and he'll be just fine. Hmm. So. Playing your first game on Monday night, uh, he might be a little spastic. <laughs> so, <laughs> gives a man a little grace period. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, no, go ahead, go ahead. Would you? No, no, go, go ahead. ahead.
0: Now I was going to say that Monday night game, like you said, it's a new team, just got traded, all of that excitement, all of that adrenaline flowing. Um, but I guess if there's, there's, you know, one, one thing. Um, it's an NFC team. Yep. Yeah. Uh and so, you know, I'm not, not they're not in the same division, obviously, the Saints or the Bears, but it's a team that that they've seen and that he's he's played. And so that might give some some level of uh sort of familiarity. But yeah, he's gonna be hyped up, he's gonna be juiced up. It's Monday night, like all all of that. It's gonna be down, you know, you in New Orleans, you know, guys, you know. I know it's supposed to be a business trip, but you know, guys might might have themselves a little, a little outing the uh, <laughs> night before. So there's a lot, there's a lot going on, like going, lot on, going on, on down there. A lot going on down there in that game, but they're professionals, so I know they're gonna handle their business or whatever. Um, but that's gonna that's gonna be an interesting game because I think, you know, the same sometimes people, you know, you'll look and you'll look at the record and you'll look at the quarterbacks, particularly right now, and you'll say, Okay, Andy Dalton. Jameis, I think they're still gonna be rolling with Andy Dolan. Who knows if, if Jameis gets another shot or not? But you know, you can kind of get lulled a little bit into thinking, okay, hey, we just gonna go in there and just roll these dudes. That's a tough place to play. And that defense has still got a lot of talent on that defense. Cam Jordan, Marcus Lattimore, uh, Demario Davis. I mean, they they Marcus Davenport, they got some dudes on that defense. Um, and and they're still playing at a pretty high level. And Kamara. Kamara has started to look like Kamara. Uh,
1: oh yeah. You know, uh, let's it. not let's not forget about Mr. Dalton and what his history is against oh, us.
0: Oh man, look. Remember when they was playing the Bears last year and everybody was cool when it was Justin Fields and Andy Dalton right there, like, oh, we lost the game. We're gonna lose the game now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we knew. We know who Andy Dalton is yeah. and what he has done. Now, different defense. Now, yeah. a little more zone oriented, and, and he has some issues when it comes to that, but. It's still Andy. He's still likes he, he loves purple. Still a real rifle. She that dude show up, makes I don't even watch the game.
0: People got nervous in that Bears game, boy.
1: <laughs> well, when you're sitting there sending 11 and saying, you know what? You just came off of IR. You only played about 10 steps. You know what? I'm going to go all go. You cover him on 30 Yards of grass. Good luck.
0: <laughs> that's got to be, that's got to be, and you mentioned it being a different defense. That's got to be messing with Andy right now. Andy probably get, you know, get ready to watch them and probably like,
1: this ain't the hell has, is this? this he will <laughs> spend, spend an hour watching it and be like, hey, who gave me this <laughs> yeah. There,
0: there, There's only four dudes rushing, they sitting in zone. Two safeties back. What are, we, what are we doing here? This first that this first down. What are we, what are we doing? Where's the eight people to line of scrimmage with? Yeah, yeah, he ain't he ain't used to seeing that. But again, it's like like I've been saying all season long. It it looks different to your eyes. As a regular fan. It looks different to your eyes. And if you allow yourself to get caught up on the numbers, it'll mess with you. But if you focus on the results, you'll say, ah. Oh, <laughs> okay, I get what we're doing here. I get what we're yeah. building. I get what the goal is here. Don't 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 let the numbers mess with your mind, okay? Because you can look, and I remember Greg Roman going going back to the other side of the ball, saying something about this, maybe it was a year or two ago, when somebody was talking about Lamar and not having a bunch of 300-yard passing games. And he said, I bet you, if you go look around the league, more of those games are losses. See, when you look at quarterbacks, a bunch of 300-yard passing games, more of those games are losses than they are wins. We Brady throw for three twenty five. They had a couple guys this year who put up three hundred and they won those games. Uh, it, was, it was it was the games where guys were under.
1: Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it was so of them, I mean I was it was obviously
0: them went crazy in that one yeah. because they had the crazy guy. But I want to say Josh Allen was under three. I think he was in two hundred yeah. range, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think you know. McDonald is still finding kind of his voice as an NFL play caller. Still, you know, he, it's a learning experience for him too. It ain't just yeah. about the players. You know what right. I'm saying? I know he did it last year at Michigan, but this this is not the NCAA. This is, no. this is a different deal up here.
1: They're not making the changes with the iPads right there on the sideline, basically picking apart your last call and basically, say, oh, okay, we'll fix this and then torch you for the rest of the game.
0: Yeah, you 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 coach dudes older than you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know you coach your grown men with families. They've been arguing with their wives the night before
1: <laughs> whatever they were doing.
0: Whatever oh they, my they goodness. They got real they got real family stuff going on. And so that's different than dealing, you know, with, you know, some 18, 19, 20, 21 year old, 22 year old guys. Calais Campbell, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This dude has seen more than you've ever seen. And so you, it's just different. It's different. So I think yes. it's been an, a learning experience for him. I think each game he's been getting a little bit better because he's learning. you know, as he goes through like, okay, here's what works here. Here's what this guy does well. Okay. Here's why this call worked. Here's why it didn't, you know, here's why I shouldn't call this anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, all, all of those kinds of things. So as much as we talk about the players and we focus on the players, you know, this, this has to be, uh, uh, the experience for him as well and then the rest of that staff learning help mm-hmm. you know the position coaches learning okay well here's what he likes to call you know maybe we need to play it this way because here's a lot you know there's all of this happening behind the scenes that we're not privy to you have been a part of it because you've been on coaching staff so you know when you got new people and new positions particularly at a play call, um, and then you've got some holdovers guys who, who've been here at some of the other position coaching groups, it's an adjustment for everybody. And I want to say, you know, I've just seen gradual improvement, you know, from the beginning of the season. I'm just talking about the overall, just, you know, approach to how their 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 fronts, their packages, you know, their calls, all of that, just their overall approach. I, I think you're seeing weekly improvement as they learn, you know, okay, this is good. That's not so good. Da, da, da. Uh, I've been impressed with it. And now you're getting players back, you're adding a stud like Roquan Smith. Um, They got a chance to be a really, really good defense in the second part of this season. Not that they were terrible before anything. They were probably kind of middle of the road. Um, But if you
1: take the Miami fourth quarter out, take that out of the equation. Other than that, like what's been bad? Like they've had their moments.
0: Yeah, there hasn't been much. There's been some plays. There's been some situations. Yeah,
1: plays here and there. Some spastic moments.
0: Yeah, but the overall, games have have not been bad. Uh, other than, than than that one, I mean, and that again, yeah. that was a quarter. That was
1: pretty good up until. until the fourth quarter started.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. a quarter, and that was that was their thing, and they all had kind of acknowledged that it was like, look, we just got to put a complete game together, and we can do that if we stop making the same mistakes, right? We see the mistakes we're making in every game, and we keep making
1: them. I'm glad you brought that up. The dropped interceptions has got to stop. I get them that three The Okay, we'll go through them. That first one to Humphrey, like, that's inexcusable. That's, got, that's just got to be a pick.
0: Yeah, that's room service right there. Man. That's room, Tips and that's overthrows. Room Tips and overthrows.
1: <laughs> yes. The Chuck Clark one, uh, okay, that was a lot. That, was, that came out hot. That, that was humming. I don't know. A lot of guys are going to come down with that. The Peters one, yeah, I need that one.
0: Yeah, am going to need that one. And you expect him to be. Yeah,
1: good. I'm going to need that one.
0: Yeah, you expect him to be <laughs> It's almost like he was, he was like rusty, like, man, they ain't threw me one of these joints. In a while. Right? I mean, he, he didn't know the to catch game. it with his chest, he didn't know to yeah. catch it with his hands. He yeah, had one in the past game, so I mean, he he's not like he ain't had one, but um, yeah, that was it was low, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but that's the thing about it. As solid as they were defensively in that game, think about it, they had
1: three picks. I'm well, that's but you got to look at it in the playoffs if that's third quarter. Josh Allen driving, and he gives you that opportunity.
0: You gotta
1: get it. You gotta get it. Because you know he's gonna come back and he ain't gonna just have digs running in and out. And as a six on the next play, they're not even gonna mess with you. So you gotta take those. You gotta. If you wanna, if you're gonna make that jump over the next eight weeks, those are the type of plays you've gotta finish. And that's that will finish games off earlier, and you're not in any struggles at the end. Got to have them. Got to have them. Got to have those.
0: And I'm sure that that's stuff that they're talking about this week, they'll look back. You know, when they look back at that game before they move on to New Orleans, they'll, they'll look back and say, "Hey, man, as solid as we were, this could have been way better.
1: We yeah, could've it could have been, been over in the first half.
0: Yeah, we could have put this thing to bed way earlier if we cash. You know, if we cash those in, so." Uh, the fact that they're getting those opportunities because they are playing so much zone, um, you know, is something I'm excited about because I think that they will catch those balls. As I mean, we saw, like we said, with Marcus Williams earlier in the year, he was certainly cashing in on his opportunities <laughs> early and often uh, to start the season. So, you know, just, I, I think those are, are going to come. And if they come in those later moments, like you're talking about end of the season playoff games, Oh, Hey, I won't even they double think hurt. This, I triple won't even think hurt this folks game. I won't even, yeah. think <laughs> I
1: even think about it.
0: Yeah, if they can cash on me during that time, so uh, I think there's a lot to be excited about and to look forward to with this defense in the second half because it's just an exciting time, man. With players that are coming back either through from injury or guys they're adding via trade, it's just going to be an exciting group. So. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to Monday night. Like I say, a tough environment. Don't sleep on the Saints. I try to tweet this out every so often just to keep keep it out there. Keep it in my mind as much as anybody else's. But just, hey, never underestimate your opponent. Respect anybody who step out there on that field, man, because the minute you think that you can't get out or, or it's in the bag, <laughs> that's when you kick out. I don't think they think that way. I think fans think that way. I don't think players think that way because I think they understand, hey, is any given Sunday or or day, whatever the day of the week is, is any given game in the NFL. And I think they know that. They've been around it enough to know that. Um, but I think sometimes fans, you start looking at records. Like me, I can't, I can't, I can't get all caught up in this thing. oh, all the rest of their games, they don't face anybody with a winning record. I don't care about none of that. No, <laughs> I don't no, care no. about none of that. It doesn't Anyone cross the teams can get you on any one of those
1: days. Any, any day, yeah.
0: Anyone Cross you day. off,
1: dust you off, and send you packing. Next thing you know, you got two guys hurt, and, and you're you're you Colts. You fire your OC. You you're looking for hopes and dreams, and a guy who had to re- redo his mechanics just to stay in the league. And now you you're harping an NFL season on his right arm to pull you out. Oh yeah, and, and now you don't have an OC and Woo, okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: you you in you in the deep water and you can't swim. You, you you in there treading, trying to trying to keep your head above water right now. And it's it's looking grim. It is looking real grim right there. But I just I just like to throw that little caveat out there. Like that's all fine and well. Look at their records. Oh, it's, it's the third easiest schedule. All of that don't mean nothing. Telling you yeah. you line up out there on that field is B against you. Ain't nobody caring about the records or any of that other
1: stuff. <laughs> Nothing so, at all. Yeah. I got a living. I got a paycheck. I gotta earn. Not just this, this year. Well, I'm playing for my job next year. True. But yeah. I don't care what my record is. Absolutely. My individual battle is about me getting paid next year.
0: Yeah. And you still got the division, second the second division game with the Browns and the Bengals, and you got two with yeah. the Steelers. And you can say whatever you want about Steelers and Kenny Pickett and the record. Hey, listen, he's getting better. <laughs> he's getting better. Listen, when they when they line up to play each other, it's gonna be Raven Steelers. Yeah, it's,
1: it's gonna be, gonna be thirteen gonna
0: ten. Be. And you're gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> I know I will be. Because I'll be like I was listening to all this talk about third easiest schedule, <laughs> and it- <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I know I will be. Uh, that's why I tell myself that. If people think oh. You know, why, why can't, it's not about anybody else. I'm doing okay. it for me. It's a reminder to me, like, hey, man, don't buy into that. Don't buy into none of that. None of that stuff means anything. You got to go out here and take care of business every single game. So I think the teams do that. I don't I don't worry about teams doing that too, too much. You know, I think it happens, right? Lamar acknowledged that about that Titans playoff game. He said, hey, we might, we might have been looking ahead. You know what I'm saying? He, he acknowledged that a little bit. So I think it happens, but I think, with with most veteran teams, vets no. Vets no. You can't be you can't be looking ahead. That's how you get beat. If you don't have your eyes anywhere else but on this game you about to play, that's how you get beat. So I, I think they got enough vet guys on this team now. Um and Lamar, let me show Lamar's a young vet. I mean he he's five years in the game now. So five seasons in, excuse me. So um four and a half. He came in half 2018. So he 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 knows what the deal is. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to Monday night. Wish I was down there. I thought earlier in the season I was actually going to go down there for the game, <laughs> but didn't work out. Have to get down there. I've never been to New Orleans. Uh, still trying to get down there. So, so maybe next time. Yeah, there's an the opportunity. We'll make it happen. But hey, you got anything else before we get up out of here?
1: No. I, I'm I'm excited to see this defense. Getting healthy. I mean, they're. I mean, once Marcus Williams is back, just not having Fuller. But other than that, that's what you're rolling with the next eight weeks.
0: that's it.
1: That's it. That's it. You got you got weapons. You got depth. A couple questions. Can your aging corners hold up?
0: Yeah, that's a big question, because both guys have been on the injury report a couple of times now. I know Marlon You show hamstrings. up
1: once for the big time? Yeah, that one big injury shows up, They everything else just starts to break down from there.
0: And those kinds, you know, those hamstrings, sometimes that that lingers, yeah. you know, throughout. I forget what, what uh, Peters had, if it was a quad or something. Quad. I forget what his thing was, but- yeah, you're, if you are one of them, the bruises, like a deep, deep dive bruise or something, that stuff can just linger.
1: It's six, eight weeks. Like, you can come back from a hamstring in, like, like, four to six, or, you know, four weeks if it's not, like, super severe. But you, you as a player, you're not ready to push that, like, at 110, you know, miles an hour until, like, you play two a couple games. Like, you just want to make it through the first game and not rip it to shreds. Then about midway through the second game, you kind of, like, you make a play. And you're like, okay, it works. <laughs>
0: yeah. So that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good point, though, too, to keep in mind with this Monday night game because you do have these guys coming off getting dinged up in that Thursday night game. So definitely pay attention when they start practicing this week to see who's out there because there's a chance that you go into this game without Mark Andrews, without Rashad Bateman, Without Marlon Humphrey, um, I think Peters was okay because he got through that game. I don't think he had anything come yeah. out of that game. But you know, those are those are those are some of your top players on offense I mean, and
1: defense. You, I mean, you're about to be posted down your two supposed top catchers, and now you're about to roll in there with Deshaun Jackson is, and 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 Will Likely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know. <laughs> I'll say this before we get out of here. I, I, I thought That's, this crazy. Was,
1: That's crazy. That's crazy
0: talk. I thought this was kind of. I, I tell you what, I thought was crazy where people were saying, "Hey, the offense is better off without Mark Andrews and Rashad Payton." That's what
1: I thought was crazy talk. Because I'm and, like, yeah. Ooh, I
0: wouldn't it's burn. not about.
1: It's not and, about it being better. Is Roman can't use his comfort his his security blanket. And every coach, every quarterback, you can say a quarterback has a security blanket, but it's more the coach than it is the player. The coach feels comfortable calling plays for Mark because he knows eight out of ten times Mark is going to make the play. That's my job. Like, I'm not going to go give it to Josh Oliver and give him ten targets. Like, what? (laughs) I'm not not taking anything from Josh Oliver, but one of them is going to save my job. The other one's going to get me fired in a week. Yeah, you, like you said, it,
0: it, it goes back to that trust thing again. There's one that I know, you know, eight, 80% of the time, he's going to make the play. The other one, uh, he, <laughs> he might not. <laughs> yeah. you know? it's, a, it's a little bit different. It's just an unknown because you haven't yeah. seen them in those situations the same way you've seen a Mark Andrews. So yeah. it's, it's, it's not that, like you said, it's not that you doubt they can. It's just like, hey, until I see it, yeah, you know, I've made practice because you know they all talked about likely and practice and what he was doing in the preseason. And but until you actually show up and do it in the game, like
1: he did against the Bucks,
0: you know, different
1: always. Second half year is gonna be different for him, yeah, because Lamar's gonna be able to trust him. Yeah, because I
0: that would, is the first thing that came to my mind. Number one, the confidence and the trust. You know, it was hey, Lamar, he's a quarterback. It's just like any quarterback. If I throw you the ball and you drop it.
1: <laughs> Ooh, if, more, if baby.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially especially if you're if you're young, right? If, if we've been doing this for a couple of years, you have a drop every now and then, that's different. Yeah. If we just getting started together and I can't trust you to be where you're supposed to be, and I can't trust you to catch the ball, you're probably not gonna see many coming your way. So the fact that he was able to do that and have that kind of connection with him, he got a couple out of the Marcus Robinson. To me, that just bodes well because you're hoping that you get your guys back your Andrews, your Batemans that you can roll with your guys. But you now know, kind of in the back of your mind, hey, I can trust these guys, these other guys. Mm-hmm. Right? I can trust these other guys. If they're open, if that's where I need to go with the ball, I can go to those guys and I can trust them to make a play. And that 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 could be huge for Likely's confidence. Cause for real, I thought that's that was all it was for him. Yeah. I mean, part partly learning being a rookie and still making rookie mistakes. And, hey, am I lined up right? Am I supposed to be blocking on this play? Am I running around with it? All of that. But then also just confidence. Like, hey, can can I really do it at this level? I, mean, I did it in the preseason, but now we're in the regular season. And I kind of, you know, I had a few drops, struggled a little bit. Can I really do it at this level? And then you have one of these games. always reminds me of that Torrey Smith game against the Rams. He's dropping balls, and then he got that three-touchdown game uh, early in the season against the Rams, and that's it. And then it's like, okay,
1: yeah, I can play at this level. I, I can play in this level. Yeah. No, so he had that moment. He had that moment on Thursday. Like, not only can I play at this level, but I just took over a football game. He took over the football game in the third quarter.
0: So I can be one of the best. Yeah. At this level.
1: That's dangerous.
0: Yeah, that's what Richard Sherman said. He says the most dangerous thing in football. confident. <laughs> you get a confident football yeah. player, a confident football team.
1: <laughs> it's hard. I don't care how, how you look at the Eagles, their schedule, and anything of the sort. Just their swagger, yeah, is going to be a problem. Yeah, they don't believe you can't, you can't beat them. tell them anything. They don't believe anybody will <laughs> <don't> beat them. <laughs> they do not think <laughs> anybody is <laughs> going to beat them. No, oh, absolutely not. That's a dangerous thing, and that's where the Ravens are trending. Yeah, they're starting to believe in themselves again. Yeah. I think last year, I think even twenty twenty one, no, what was that twenty twenty how much of a disaster that kind of was in a sense. Like that team should have been better. So went deeper in the playoffs and then went up to Buffalo and did that. Yeah. I think, I think it took them a year to recover. I think it took them last year with all the injuries mindset had to be reorganized. You doubt creeps in like, dude, like what are we doing around here? Like, now now you're starting to see the, the hard work come to the forefront of the grind. Like, you had to grind out these this first six weeks. Do you start to realize who you were as a football team, who you were as individuals? Like, what are we doing here? Are we just going to run around for 16 more weeks and pretend like we're a football team, or are we going to become a football team?
0: Yeah, That's a huge factor in it, man, just believing in what you're doing. Like you said, people start looking around and like, what? What are we doing? Why are we doing this? Why are we yeah. playing like this? What do they call it? What are we? <laughs> Shit. And all of a sudden, it what, just bleeds what's bleeds out? That down it? to creep in. Yeah, yeah. Was that dark? What, what's that doubt starts to creep in? Like Let's yeah. Green Bay.
1: Aaron Rodgers can't get out of his head. Wow. Thinks he it's everybody out. else's fault. He got start. You got to start here first. He calling out everybody. Everybody, it now. Everybody
0: said, I, th- I think we got too many guys making mistakes. who so shouldn't be out there. playing.
1: Yeah. But, <laughs> but at that point, you there's that, that question being a great player and a leader. Right now, he's being a great player. He's not being a very good leader by saying, hey, I need to maybe maybe I need to be in that room with the wide receivers on a consistent basis and not just do it once for the cameras. Players see that stuff. People see that. I don't care if they say it out loud or not.
0: Yeah, That's that's not I mean, look, there's all different kind of ways to lead. That's why I'm not saying there's any one way to do it. And maybe in his mind, right. he's thinking, hey, yep. if I if I really put them out there like that, if I call them out publicly, you know, maybe that's going to light the fire or whatever. I mean, he knows those guys better than I do. Maybe he feels like, you know, because, you, you know, sometimes somebody needs. Somebody needs a, a, an arm put around their shoulder. Sometimes they need a little kick. <laughs> so maybe he he see, he think they need the kick. I don't know. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. I I can't. I kind of write off the bills thing because I you can't. You ain't gonna be able to measure yourself against them. You you're not in their class. You're not in their weight class. So
1: <laughs> you ran for two. You ran for two oh eight and still lost by ten. Yeah, you're not in their weight class. The, the, so. There's some self self evaluation need to happen there.
0: Yeah, you you you're not in you're not in their weight. I mean, to your point, you showed, hey, we can run a ball on them, but again, you you just not you're not in their weight class right now. So we we'll see what they can do with the with the with the rest of this season, whether what he's trying to do, uh, his approach is gonna get those guys going. Um could go the other way. You know what I'm saying? Guys might be like, hey man, you need to worry about playing quarterback. Don't worry about what's going <laughs> yeah. Right, right, you know, right. You know, you know, I mean the rookies probably ain't gonna do that, but you know, if it, if it's a guy who's got some years in the game, he might be like, Hey man, why don't you just shut up and play quarterback? Why don't we do that? And once you get that, nah, I think you you, you know start throwing out the, the, the lifeboats. Yeah <laughs> when, when oh. that stop happening. All right, man. I think that's it. I think we're gonna get up out of here. Uh hey, don't forget, like subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend, hit us up on Twitter. You know, um, the show handle at the fire zone show, uh, always appreciate people who, who uh, hit us up and, you know, uh, say nice words about the show and how much they look forward to it and how much they enjoy it. So, um, you know, look, hit us up with some of those reviews, man. Keep doing that. Uh, that's always a good thing. Always helps. And, um, Go Ravens, right Monday night. Let's go get this dub. Let's go down there. Yes, sir. To the, to the uh, whatever the hell the Saints playing now. What does it do? <laughs> Super the Superdome. The Caesars. Gage, the Caesars. Whatever they Super playing. Dome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah, go. Let's, yeah. Let's go there. Yeah. Let's go down there and get the win down there. <laughs>
1: let's go down to Little Caesars. I'm hungry.
0: <laughs> oh man, don't start me on that Little Caesars. All right, we gotta get about it. Hey, <laughs> next time, we don't do no.